This is Vote for the Music, the Eurovision podcast. Welcome back to Vote for the Music, the Eurovision podcast. I'm Benjamin Windybank. And I'm Tadda Ushiswak. We'll be giving you the lowdown on everything about the Eurovision Song Contest 2024 in Malmö. The Junior Eurovision Song Contest 2023 in Nice. And more. On this week's episode, we bring you news of Monaco, Romania, Germany, Norway, and Junior Eurovision news from Ireland, Poland, and Germany. So I think, with all that being said, we're good to go. This is to music first, always. We are unstoppable. Open the frontiers to make people meet people. Music is not fireworks. Music is feeling. You're good to go. Eurovision podcast. So our first story this week is that TV Monaco, the new Monogas broadcaster, has been accepted as an EBU member. TV Monaco was created officially on the 28th of August 2023 and quickly applied for the EBU membership, which was accepted in, in a record time of under a week. So Monaco has been without a broadcaster. For the last couple of years, since the previous one was dissolved into an arm of a French broadcaster, and TV Monaco is a new attempt by the government to set up a new broadcaster for Monaco. They did attempt to launch a year ago, but had to delay for financial issues. But in their budget from a year ago for their 2023 launch, which did not happen, it did state an allocated sum for Eurovision 2023, which is what's led to the rumours that Monaco will indeed be looking to participate in Eurovision 2024 now they have launched. With how quickly uh, their submission to EBU was accepted, it is easy to draw the conclusion that their participation is not only all but assured, but probably was planned by both parties for all a while. If that will be the case, we're going to find out in probably a couple of weeks, and the sheer thought of it is definitely exciting. Yes, so Monaco, if you're not aware, participated right from 1959 until 1979 every single year and won in 1971. It then withdrew for a very long time before making a brief return between 2004 and 2006, failing to qualify from the semi-finals each time. This would be an unprecedented return in terms of years if it wasn't for the fact Luxembourg are already one-upping them by doing far longer this year, but it's still something to be very excited about if it is the case. So for our next story, we have the approaching deadline for ESC 2024 participation, which comes on the 15th of September. Yes, so the 15th of September is the line in the sand for internally within the EB for EB members to say, yes, we want to participate in Eurovision 2024. Now, that is not the date we will find out who's in Eurovision or not, because that's actually at the end of October. What they have between the 15th of September and the end of October when the four members list is published is this grace period where discussions can have with EBU. They can set out participation fees and budgets and stuff, and they're allowed to say, yes, we want to do it, or no, we actually want to go in the end anyway um, without being financially sanctioned for doing so so for example monaco have until the 15th of september to say they want to do eurovision 2024 
But between that and the end of October, they could go, actually, this is going to cost us too much. We're not going to do it. And there's going to be no financial repercussions, no fines, nothing. But if in January, for example, they said, actually, we don't want to do yours in 2024, then they would see a significant fine for doing that. So that's why the 15th of September is important for the EBU, not necessarily for us, but by that point, every single broadcaster needs to have the intention they're going to participate submitted to the EBU. Most broadcasters that back down in recent years already informed that they are not planning to come back. However, we know that Monaco is apparently doing an attempt to return and we already know Luxembourg is returning. When it comes to broadcasters that already were participating last year, it doesn't seem likely that any of them will back out from the competition this time, except for one. Yes, some expected but rather sad news seems to have come this week when it comes to Romania. Romanian newspapers are currently reporting that Romania will not be participating in the upcoming contest and is backing out. This uh, news comes after the disastrous result of Theodor Andrei in the previous contest, reaching zero points from the public as well as jury and obviously not qualifying from the semi-final. The state of Romanian participation in Eurovision has been worrisome from on some time, starting from their non-qualification in 2018 and the consistent decline in quality of life performances for the next years. Yes, yeah, so most of this is coming from financial insecurity on the part of TVR that's being reported, which I think has been evident for the past year with the 2023 participation. If you remember, Selectio Nacional back in the national final season, was fraught with issues, fraught with um, low production value, fraught with Windows 10 sound effects all over it. It was quite a mess. And then we got the actual handling of Dejeter, handling of Theodore um, throughout the 2023 season, which was unprofessional, mean-spirited, downright cruel at times. Um, all of this leading to lots of rumours and speculation that Romania weren't particularly interested in Eurovision and were doing it as a case to try and trash the reputation on purpose to see a Romanian withdraw, and this only supports that. Well, it's sad to see Romania go. It seems TVR needs that time to figure out what to do about themselves and how to do themselves as the broadcaster and we wish them all the best in this regard certainly EBO will definitely try to help them. However there is hope because in rebuttal TBR have said they're still undecided about the Eurovision participation. Now undecided probably means they're out but undecided can also mean actually we're in. So that is a sign of hope. And some Romanian fans have pointed out that TVR still will have an active website for Eurovision 2024 on the main TVR site. So that could suggest they are intending to participate. But all of this is looking unlikely either way. Now for our next story, we're coming to Germany where the broadcaster and the arm make several important moves starting with actively considering releasing the rights to ESC 2025 and beyond. 
Yes, so NDR are the um, franchisee in Germany who currently control the Eurovision participation, and they have done since 1996. If you're unfamiliar with how German broadcasting works, which I think most people listening will be, I'll give you a brief explanation. So pretty much in Germany, there are multiple regions, and they're each divided into a franchisee area where there's different broadcasters, I guess, mini broadcasters who control that area and have their own TV channel in that area. NDR is one of them, but there's plenty of others. At ARD are the actual German broadcaster. They're the EB member, and they're, they basically own and control all of these different German members, including NDR. Now, NDR, things aren't going very well for them. And it's been reported that senior figures within NDR, which are based in Hamburg, that's the region that they are based in, don't want, and I quote, to take the public beating every year for the performance of the German acts anymore. So it's looking quite bad for them. Because of how Jim Broadcasting works and the rights with the EBU and the rights with ARD, they are definitely broadcasting and competing in Eurovision 2024. That is a done deal. But for 2025 and beyond, I think definitely depending on the 2024 result, that could be another issue. So what would happen if they do release the rights? The rights will be handed back to ARD and then ARD would get it all of its members, all its franchise members from different areas of Germany um, to bid for the most interested franchise and who wants to do it. There are, there's a lot of talk coming from MDR who organised their participation from 1992 to 1995. However, MDR, according to German people that um, I've spoken to about this issue, they're known to be quite a stuffy, old-fashioned, sort of dusty channel. Their, their musical choice would be the good old Schlager. So that does make some worry about if they're going to be organising the German participation. But there is enthusiasm on their part. However, all of this is rumour, speculation, leaks, and we don't know if this definitely can happen or not. And I think the 2025 result will be quite significant in whether or not they decide to release the rights back to ARD. So we'll see. Now, any trouble in one of the big five countries are worrisome. At least we don't have to worry about the participation this year, and it's starting to get traction as NDR announced the official name for the upcoming national final with a very creative name, Das Deutsche Final. It is scheduled to, to air and be held live from Berlin on 16th of February 2024. Yes, so pretty much this is the same national final Germany has had for the last three years since they relaunched it in 2022. It's just they rebranded it once again because... They don't want the failure of the last couple of years to sort of be there on the brand. However, lots of talk based on, again, the previous story that this national final is going to be quite phoned in, is going to be quite a sort of like formality um, and NDR are very much looking to get this year out of the way. Um, so they're going pretty much to all the stops stuff they have just to organize the national final we do know that Ike Huffgold who came second last year and was a popular choice amongst the German public but not necessarily Eurovision fans we know he has submitted an entry to the national final again 
and we know that a TikTok wildcard is in place again this year, although I think he has submitted directly to NDR this time. For a broadcaster who may be looking to exit Eurovision, a joke entry from someone like Ike Hufgold might be exactly what they're looking for. Regardless of NDR's actual plans, all the appearances are kept as well as kept as the TikTok wildcard system, for which the submission deadline is 5th of October 2023. The application via Eurovision.dev is also possible. Now, speaking about another national final, in Norway, Melody Grand Prix has very subtly, but quite importantly, updated its submission rules. It now states that the embargo on submissions being kept private until NRK announced them as competing in Melody Grand Prix is gone. So, as long as it's after the 1st September, which it is now, anyone who has submitted an entry to MGP can release their song in general you know, as normal as streaming on Spotify, as CDs if they want, and they do, obviously they don't know if they're in or not, So, but they can say, here's my song, I have submitted this to MGP, I might be there next year. So if we see any new releases from people who are hotly rumoured to be competing in MGP, that might very well be a Eurovision song in the making. Now, obviously I can imagine that, this can change the dynamic of MGP a bit as f- thanks to reviewing the uh, participation and entry early, the artist can get some fan support which will result in either televotes points or pressure to the broadcaster to promote them more as perhaps more desirable Eurovision entry. Whether that will actually happen or not, we have to wait and see. Norwegian national final is very well established and it is possible that it's protected itself from this kind of practices. Or perhaps this is exactly what they want. I think this personally, what they're going for here is they're giving fans a sort of indirect say in who they choose. There's just a song which, you know, isn't even on a radar by an artist, but we know that somehow gets into the fan community and the fans go, this is amazing, would encourage NRK to go, hang on, let's put this in MGP. Most national finals don't do this. Most national finals say you cannot release the song until we announce you as part of it or any day we debut. For example, Melody Festival, you can't even release the songs until the day of the live show. But there are also quite a few national finals where the songs come out first, the songs come out not even as intended your original entries, so it's a mixed bag and we can see exactly how it go with Norway. You know, it is an interesting case to test. So moving on to the Junior Eurovision Song Contest, which is taking place this November in Nice, we have the results of some national final heats. Firstly, from Poland. That's right. The first episode of Shansana's success was at, and what an episode this has been. We've heard seven performances, some of them impressive, some of them not so much. However, in the end, the jury led by the popular Polish journalist Marek Sierotsky has decided to award Leon Oleg as the winner of the uh, episode. He performed Counting Stars by One Republic. However, they also gave a golden ticket to the final to Daria Mariska, who performed Easy On Me by Adele. That means that we already know two finalists 
and we're probably going to see four of them eventually once the other two episodes will be out. And over in Ireland, we've had their first quarterfinal of Junior Eurovision Air. And that saw Gillian Brennan qualify for the semi-final with 29 stars. The semi-finals for Eurovision era are pre-recorded with an in-studio jury deciding one artist to qualify, then the finalist live and features at a vote. The same is true from Polish chance and a success. However, in Ireland, the song is then selected for the winning artist to suit their vocal preferences as well as possible. Meanwhile, in Polish national final, the songs are chosen between the pre-recorded episodes and the final and presented along the artist for the viewers to vote. Poland will be selecting their song on the 24th of September in their final whereas Ireland will be selecting their artists on the 8th of October with a song following in the weeks after. Right, for our next story, we stay with Junior Eurovision, but we're going back to Germany, which is returning to it, and this time decided to stage an entire national final. Yes, so Germany's national final, they have opened online voting for the songs, on Kika's Junior Eurovision websites. If you live in Germany, Austria or Switzerland, you can vote for one of the five songs competing. Those songs are Toby Stand Up, Fear Without Words, Lenny Learn to Love, Adriano Be My Girl and Rahel Believe. The deadline for, for the voting comes on Sunday the 17th of September, the day after on the site of Kika, there is going to be a winner announcement at 4pm. And then finally, um, Junior Eurovision has seen an update to its steering group. If you're unaware of what the Junior Eurovision steering group is, it's like the Eurovision Song Contest reference group just for Junior Eurovision. There's a chairperson, two elected members of the heads of delegation, the executive producer of last year, the executive producer of this year, and the executive producer of next year, and then Martin Ostradel. Um, so we've seen Anna Maria Bordas, who's the Spanish head of delegation, join from RTVE, and she is accompanying the rest of the pre-existing steering group who have a member from Rai, a member from RTP, a member from the BBC, a member from France TV, AMTP, Avratros, and the chairperson from TVP. Okay, so that's all the news we have for you today. Thank you for all the... It's saying we'll be back in a week with more Eurovision news. So remember to follow us if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music or Amazon. Subscribe to us if you're listening on YouTube and comment below or interact with our polls and Q&As on Spotify. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me as well. Until next time. This is Vote for the Music, the Eurovision podcast.